but I want people to know the journey that I've been on and just all like, um, really feeling hurt and confused and, um, frustrated and doubting myself. Mocha Mamas is a candid conversation led by two moms of color about race, culture, justice, and social change. We believe that there is power and value when a variety of voices come together to engage in this very important conversation. So no matter what your experience or background may be, there's a place for you at Mocha Mamas. All we ask is that you come ready to learn and that you are always respectful of others. We hope you're ready because the conversation starts now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mocha Mamas. My name is Inez. I am your Mocha Mamas host, and I'm here with our co-host, Christy. Hi, Christy. Hey, mamas. (laughs) So I'm just going to start right off the bat. Um, Christy and I, actually, I'm not yet. (laughs) Let me backtrack for one second. Christy and I are just going to have a conversation today. That's what that's what we do. I don't know why I say that because that's what the show is. It's just, it's candid conversations. And so um, <laughs> we're going to have a conversation today, but I want to start off by saying I'm sorry to um, our listeners and to you, Christy. Um, I really, we started off our second season. We did, I think, one episode. We recorded <laughs> two or three, but, and then I just kind of fell off. Uh, the face of the earth and I'm sorry and we are we're going to talk about that today and why that is and I just um I've been having a really hard time and um I think a lot of it had to do with all this stuff that was gone on in this year in 2020 um not just not I'm not even talking about the pandemic necessarily but there are some things tied to that but with the the racial tension and the election and and then I think some of it also from the pandemic and how it has disproportionately affected people of color and anyway all there's just all these things and um I found myself in this place where I was just really like questioning myself and when I started this podcast I wanted it to be a place we could have honest conversations. I, I felt like I, um, growing up, I dealt with a lot of things related to being a Latina and like, and not being white, <laughs> growing up in white spaces, working in white spaces. And I felt like I, in a sense, like when I think about it, I feel like I was very naive <laughs> in mm-hmm. when I started this podcast, cause I was thinking like, oh, if people could hear these stories, if they could hear my story and how I felt, and if they could hear from other women like Christy and how she felt growing up or how she feels as a Black mother, how I feel as a mother of a Black child, like, I think I was, like, very naive and thinking, like, oh, well, then surely people will see that this is an issue, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, their eyes will be open because they know me and they love me. And that's really, like, when I started the podcast, that's how I was thinking, like, Um, we do have, obviously we have listeners that I don't know, but I really started it to share with 
people that I do know and people that do know me and who might feel like, oh, I never knew that Inez felt that way. So fast forward through all these months and all of this ugliness that has been going on, I think I just found myself in this place of feeling very confused and defeated, hurt. Um, and I know, Christy, we've talked about that some, mm-hmm. just how hurtful it is um, to see the things that people say and right. uh, what what feels to us like our refusal consider our side yeah. and how it feels to be mothers of black sons and you have daughters. I do not, uh, you know, children and to be women of color for you to be a black woman specifically. Like, so I think I just like all of that. I just like, I couldn't, I just didn't know what to do anymore. I really was questioning myself. Um, you know, this is not necessarily a Christian show, but Christy and I both are Christians. Mm -hmm. I'm a pastor and um, I felt very hurt by people in the church, by Christians um, and very confused. I I literally, and I I almost don't want to say this because like I've been so passionate. I am so passionate about this subject, but I'm just being really raw and saying like, I even question myself, like maybe I am wrong, you know, like maybe, Mm You know, because you hear all of these things, like yesterday I posted that, um, I tagged you in that story about um, critical race theory, is that what it's mm-hmm. called? Yeah. yeah. And, stuff. and so like you see all these things like that of Christians that are like constantly trying to debunk the existence of racism and all these yeah. things. And it's like, man, and I really just like, I went through a period of like, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, because I feel so passionately not only on my, because of my personal experiences, but because I, it really, for me, does stem from my faith and what mm-hmm. I believe um, of, about God and right. who God is and how he created us. And so, man, anyway, I'm rambling and I want, I want you to talk, Christy, but like, I just want to say I'm sorry and like, but I want people to know the journey that I've been on and just all like um, really feeling hurt and confused and um frustrated and doubting myself and Mm -hmm. um so I just I couldn't bring myself to um I even pulled back quite a bit every time I post on the subject it's like I have to force myself to do it um and it's just been so I've pulled back even on my social media and I um, I hit, I went through and I hit some of my posts. Cause I mean, I really was this like in this really weird place. And, um, and then, and this was before election season was really in full swing. And then we go into election season and then it just got worse. And so, mm-hmm. but, um, I won't, I don't know that I'm fully out of that place, like the right, still yeah. dealing with a lot of the, that emotion and what do I do? But I know that I need to, um, I know, like, I really feel like recently I've had to bring specifically related to the podcast myself back to like, why did I start this? And maybe I did have a little bit of like, I had some blinders on and thinking mm-hmm. that people would just embrace it so yeah. easily, but there have been people that have 
um, that we have reached through this and whether it's people that feel encouraged because they feel the same way or people that we've challenged in their thinking and stuff like that. And so I'm really just like, okay, like I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing no matter how many people are listening. And so I need to get back to this. And so again, I'm sorry that I just kind of fell off and Go ahead, Christy. <laughs> now you can talk if you have anything. <laughs> I, I know. I just well, I'm glad you were able to kind of work through those emotions and things that were holding you back. Um, but like you were saying earlier, yeah, I too kind of went through that period where it's kind of like doubting my mm-hmm. opinions, my thoughts, my feelings. Um, not just among like my white peers, but even seeing other Black people through mm-hmm. like different face group, Facebook groups and things like that kind of like take the other side of things. And I'm like, hmm, am I looking at this thing the wrong way or what, what resources are they reading? Because maybe I need to read those yeah, or whatever. So I kind of went through that thing too as well. But um, after, you know, just going through a period of reflection and being observant to everything that's going on, just the way people react to certain things, I feel as though I know what I what I feel is right. So I've kind of went through that little journey too. So I can I completely yeah. identify with what you were going through as well. But I'm glad we both are here today to talk <laughs> and get things back rolling with the podcast because I do see other people have actually that I know, but personally in my personal life have asked me, hey, when guys get back on the podcast. So Aww. It's definitely reaching some people. So that's what, like you said, that's why we started this. And I'm glad we're getting back to it. So that's all I want to say about that. Thank you. Yes, I'm glad too. I'm glad uh, that we've worked through it and, you know, we're still working through it. And something I wanted to say that um, as you're talking about looking at, okay, what am I, am I missing something here? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, w- I want to say this because we live in such, uh, it's so interesting how polarized our society is. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. we just don't have the ability anymore to consider, quote unquote, the other side. You know, yeah. it's like, it is a point where it's like, you're either this or that. And I think that's some of what has been so hard for me is that I understand, like, kind of having to accept the fact that people are going to view me like in a, in some ways they're going to villainize me um, because they maybe in this particular area of racism, they see me as being on the other side, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, we in our, um, at my church, we had, um, in our church staff meeting every week, whichever pastor is speaking that Sunday does a devotion and we talk through the message. And a couple of weeks ago, our youth pastor spoke on, um, Onesimus mm-hmm. and I, I'm sure you're familiar with, yeah. um, you know, he was a slave or a bond servant. I'm not going to get into that whole story, but it was, the whole message was talking about being image bearers of God Mm -hmm. and, um, and that being the intersection of where we should meet people at. Right. And of course I'm speaking as people of faith in that conversation, he's talking about how he had reached out to different psychologists, you know, like I think a psychologist or people that he knows. um, Right. And 
he was, he was saying how one person, when a friend of his was telling him that, um, when given two options, we will, um, you know, we have two choices. Then in our, our brains, for whatever reason, will will in fact villainize the thing that we did not choose. Mm-hmm. If there's more than two options, then we don't do that. Our brains don't do that. But if we only have two options, then our brains will like, we choose what, and that is what is quote unquote, right. And that other thing is wrong and it's evil or whatever, you know? And as he was saying that, I was like, dang, like that's exactly, that makes so Mm -hmm. much sense because that's exactly what we have in our political climate Yeah, where supposedly we have more than two choices, but we don't, right? It's these two things and it's become more and more that way where you're really we're being told more and more that we have to choose one of those two right um, but like I actually I'm gonna say this I feel comfortable saying this like I am no party preferred <laughs> like that's what my yeah that's what my voter registration says like I am neither and um and so it's interesting because like I really have had to come to this place of recognizing in uh, that because I choose to take a strong stance on the issue of racism, um, I am automatically put into this right. Democrat box, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I am actually not. Mm-hmm. And, th- and then I have to also come to terms with like people that I know and love villainize me for that. They see mm-hmm. me as an enemy or even, and they may not verbalize that. But I think even hearing that the psychological aspect of it really helped me to see that, like, that's what people are doing in their brains. And I have to be okay with that. Like, I really have to ask myself, okay, Inez, like, do you believe this so strongly that you're willing to accept that, that you don't Mm -hmm. feel like you have to tell everyone, you know, like, but I'm not a Democrat, or I'm not a liberal, I'm not a whatever, like, as if it's a bad word, but knowing that they think it is, you know? Yeah. And and so, um, so anyway, all that, okay, now I want to go back to something that you had said, like, we are so polarized. Mm -hmm. It is so, like, this is, like, my side is right, your side is not only wrong, but evil. Like, yeah, it goes on both ways. I see it on both ends. I'm not, I'm not picking out one particular side. Like it happens on both ends. It just so happens that our top subject <laughs> tends to be viewed as the blue yeah. side, right? Right. And so I just want to make that clear. I know that it goes on on both ends. Um, but because we've become to a place where it's so much, like that's so strong. There's so much separation between the two and so much like, um, villainizing of the other side that we don't have the ability anymore to consider the other perspective. And so when you were saying that you're questioning or we both have questioned ourselves, like, what am I missing? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, I want to make this like, I want to make a point to say this, like, it is a good thing to look into that. Like you said, yeah, you were like, what sure. are they reading? I've done that. I'm like, what are these people reading or watching? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. You know, there's certain, there's a certain news network that I just won't. Oh, <laughs> won't, no. Don't, I already don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> one day, a family member of mine posted something from there. And, and something, and I'm just like, 
I, I, I have to watch this. Like, I mm-hmm. don't understand what they're watching. And I actually don't watch, um, I don't watch news at all. I even told my mom, like, don't watch that. It's so biased on that, <laughs> on that. Yeah. But it's on the other, on the other side. Right. And I was like, so I actually don't really, I don't watch news. I, I read articles. I look up things. I try mm-hmm. to get, yeah. you know, the least biased that they say is least biased forever. I look at actual studies versus opinion, mm-hmm. things that could have opinion in there. Um, but it is not bad to read what the person who is, has the opposite perspective of you is reading. I have not, will not ever change my stance on racism. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some subjects within it that I'm like, okay, soften my approach a little bit because like, okay, being a little more understanding of how certain things are viewed or how of other people's perspectives. I think that that's a good thing. And so reading what, what the other, I hate to say that the other side, but what other people who don't agree with you are reading, um, listening to their stories and, and without, you know, like I've had to do this where I'll listen to somebody who's, for instance, talking about privilege (laughs) and, you know, they're saying that, well, I'm not privileged and, and everything in me wants, you know, like I know all of the, I know all of the rebuttals, right? I know all of the like, Mm -hmm. but just listening, listening to what they have to say and being sympathetic to the fact of like, without feeling like, well, but you're still, you still have privilege just because you're white, you know, like, and that's what I want to, that's what like is feels building up inside of me. But I've had to teach myself like, just, this person is human. Just listen to their story. Listen to the hardships that they had without having to argue with them that they are actually in fact privileged because here's the thing. Like if I'm just like, well, you are privileged because you're white. And if you walk in a store and a black lady walks in the store, who do you think they're going to follow? You know, like (laughs) that's all true. Right. Yeah. I could say that, but that is not going to convince the person of anything, but me listening to the story and saying, wow, like I'm, you know, like feeling sympathetic to whatever hardships they've had without having to argue and all that like that by me showing interest genuine like love for them as a person is going to go way further than me arguing a point with them absolutely yeah and so I think that we and we all would do well (laughs) to listen and so I love that you said that, that you're like, okay, you know, and just, and it, and it may be that you, I know that's kind of, that's where I've landed. Like I said, I, I have softened my approach, <laughs> um, but it didn't change my mind right. that searching. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it has helped me to become um, more sympathetic and, and, um, and really, because I, I'll be honest, like I, I got to the same place of villainizing people, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, and that's, that's not productive right? at all. It's only mm-hmm. going to make things worse. I, I, um, we didn't, we obviously, this was not a planned out show We I, we just got on and talked. Um, <laughs> so I think it was I good think- though. Important for, uh, 
this conversation. Like I told you, I think it was neat. It's needed for us to talk about this particular thing because um, it is emotional. Like mm-hmm. it's it's um it's you know this big issue that kind of carries over into our lives Mm -hmm. individual lives our relationships and it does cause like an emotional thing um I have like two core of my friends that we we talk about things after major events because (laughs) we we need that emotional release yeah Uh we spent about this because it is an emotional thing when it when this is something that affects um, our lives now, but also the future for mm-hmm. our children. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like a scary thing as well. Like some of my, my best friend, for example, like if her husband is out for like too long and he's not responding to her calls, like she immediately freaks out. Like it, mm. it's gotten to that point where we are literally like living in like almost a state of fear mm. because of the mm-hmm. state of of our country so i think this this talk is really important so people can see exactly how emotional all of this is i do think it's important and um yeah i hope people listen and not with the intent of like uh, yeah, like I was saying before, like we're all humans and just listen to like the real human beings mm-hmm. to have these concerns and like maybe you don't, you may not understand it, but that's okay. You don't have to understand it. All you have to understand is that we're real people with real, like these are legitimate concerns mm-hmm. that we have for our children, significant yes. others um mm-hmm. ourselves or you know um so yeah I do think that it's an important conversation and so I'm I'm glad that we got back on and thank you for just for being willing and encouraging me and um absolutely I don't know what's coming up but we're gonna continue <laughs> we're gonna continue having these conversations and um and just hope and pray that people are just willing to listen. That's all. Not like, I think that's a change that I've made in myself. Like I'm not trying to convince anyone of anything. I'm just going to live according to my own, what I feel passionate about and share and help people along the way who, who genuinely want to learn, you know, and grow. Exactly. So I agree. All right. Well, thank you, Christy. And um, yeah, we'll talk again. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Mocha Mamas. We really want to know what you have to say about this subject. So we invite you to join us and further the conversation in our Mocha Mamas Facebook group. You can also reach out to us on social media. We are Mocha Mamas Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if you loved today's episode, we would really appreciate it if you could leave us a review. It helps us to get word out about the Mocha Mamas Podcast. Thank you again for listening. And we look forward to our next conversation with you.